Hello and welcome to the We Are Vicks podcast, the official podcast of Borough Victoria AFC. Ahead of the new season, we are bringing you a brand new series where we sit down with one of the players from the club and get to know them. For episode three, I was joined by Kurt Hallam as we find out his childhood club, idol, the manager he would most like to play for and much more. So make sure to tune in for this episode and the rest of our series of Get to Know by Borough Victoria AFC. Hi guys, Kurt Hallam here. Um, I play left back for Borough Vicks. I've been at the club since November, December time, so not too long. But looking forward to getting back into it um, and kicking on with the boys in this tournament. Perfect. So, um, just first of all, so quite simply, how did you fall into football? So, have you always been a fan of football, or sort of did you play at school or something league team? I think to be deadly honest. Probably since the day I was born, my dad got me kicking a ball. Um, I think the first team I joined when I was five, Snenton Town, um, local team to me, nowhere near Vicks, but yeah, local team to me. was there for a few years. Um, moved to a few different clubs, um, eventually progressed. Um, but yeah, that, that's where I started at Snenton Town. Um, did you play like, at school in sort of... Playground, sort of going out with Parker's mates. Did you always play the same position, or did you, did you sort of change it up a bit before you found your your position? I think, to be honest, on the playground, I was just energy. So wherever the ball was, I was on it. I was there. Um, yeah, like I said, I just had bags of energy. So I'd be running with the ball. I'd be running back, blocking shots. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't like pinpoint myself to a position. But in terms of for the club that I played for, I think the gaffer wanted to play his sort of best plays at the back. And we sort of obviously seven aside to begin with, but um, we played with a back three. So our strong areas were sort of left back, left centre back and right back, right centre back, whatever you want to call it. So I started on that left hand side of defence, gradually moved forward as I got older. And yeah, somehow worked my way back. Yes, that sort of seems to be the way, doesn't it? I sort of I remember I played every position up until striker, and then I played striker until I stopped stopped playing Sunday League. So it's it's a really weird thing the way that that happens. Um, who is your favourite team growing up or now? Is it the same one? Liverpool. Yeah. 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 And was, was that family sort of how did you fall into into love with Liverpool? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Dad's been a Liverpool fan. For as far as I can remember. So, yeah, just become accustomed to Liverpool and, and the love's just grown and grown. Been a good few years for you then. <laughs> it's been all right, mate. Yeah, it's been all right. Not to say too much about this year yet, but yeah, it's been all right. Yeah, um, and obviously, did you have sort of, as a Liverpool fan, did you idolise particular Liverpool players or were you more sort of fond of players who played in the same position that you did? Steven Gerrard. Yeah. That's it. Two words, yeah. Simple. <laughs> What was about? What was it about him? Just like the way he played, just sort of just captain material, everything. He literally just had everything. It, apart from in goal, where could he not play? And I think <laughs> he did a good job in goal. To be fair, that bloke. You know what I mean? He's just what, what a player, what a person, character, everything about him. I love. And was was he sort of the first play? Did you get like? Were you sort of the fan who got? players in the back of their shirts as a kid growing up. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Steven Gerrard. I had 
couple of shirts with Torres on. Yeah. Um, I think they were the main two um, as a kid. I suppose Suarez, another player that, that I loved, especially when he was at Liverpool. But I was a bit bit older then, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and sort of just off the pitch, what's it, what's it like being a footballer, I guess? Because we just assume it's, at any level, it's you're playing the dream, but sort of you don't, we don't appreciate off the pitch, off the training field. Are you just like everyone else? Sort of what do you watch? Box sets? You have a like music or anything you like listening to? Um, I'll be honest, no, not really. Um, I struggle to find the time to sit down and watch TV, but um, this past week since Line of Duty, well, the past couple of weeks since the new series of Line of Duty started. Um, I've been told I need to catch up on the other five series, so I've been I've been working back on that, and I just finished it last night. So, yeah, so I'm up to date now with that. But other than that, it's just a bit of music. Study quite a bit, so I'm I'm training to be a PE teacher. I'm in my last couple of months of, of qualifying for that. Um, then other than that, it's it's running, um, lifting weights, and then just trying to look after myself as well in terms of having a bit of me time, switching off, um, try and read a little bit if I can. But there's something I've been saying in the past couple of days to a few people I've had conversations with. There's not enough hours in the day, but it's just about looking after yourself, doing what you enjoy, and that's it, really. You mentioned about training to be a PE teacher. Is that something that maybe after football you you want to go into? Do you have like a real passion for sort of training younger the younger generation of the next potential footballers for the team well to give some perspective um i'm 23 years of age now um and i've been coaching at Slinton town funnily enough since i was 15 so I'm, I'm level one qualified but i was doing my level two qualification during lockdown i was two-thirds of the way through and obviously because of lockdown i sort of got knocks on the head but yeah i've been coaching for years now so obviously since i was 15 um, something I do within Snenton, which is quite a deprived area. Um, it's something that I'm looking to progress in. But in terms of PE, it, it's something that I've had a passion for since I've left school. Um, I've realised, to be brutally honest, I'm not much good at anything else. Um, I'm fairly competent at sport. Um, and I think I've got that personality to be a teacher, which, which has grown and shown in this past year at, at my placement. But other than that, mate, I'm not much good at it, so I've not had much choice, really. <laughs> now, it's, that's really a really admirable thing, that doing some teacher training as well as being a footballer, it's, you don't often see that. So it's, it's a really great thing. Um, we've sort of spoken about Liverpool and Gerrard and players like that. Um, that's in the past. Who right now would you say are the best three players playing in the world? Hard to look past Messi. Yeah. In, in terms of talent, natural ability, it's got to be up there. Um, a lot of people would argue Ronaldo, for me, he he's sort of an example of, of development from where he's been. He's had to go and sort of toughen up and build himself up. So, again, that's quite admirable. But for me, Messi's my guy. Um, at the minute, Erling Haaland, wow, what a player. Um, and a player that, that I'm, I'm focusing on quite a bit at the minute, Ilkay Gundogan. Yeah. At Man City. 
again, I think he's quite unique of a player in, in terms of midfielders at the minute. Most midfielders are either an eight, six or a ten. Whereas he, he's a player that's got it all. He can score goals. He can get back and tackle. He does the dirty side of the game. He works hard, breaks play up, makes a few fouls tactically or, or maliciously, however you want to put it. But yeah, I think at the minute, He's one of the players that I enjoy watching at the minute. You know, it's, he's had a sort of come on this season. He sort of, Dortmund, when Man City signed him, he was class and then he injuries and stuff, but he's had a real kick on this season. And um, I think I might know the answer to this, but if you could play for any manager, past or present, who would it be and why? I think Riggs alluded to it in his interview with you, um, Jurgen Klopp. My management skills, second to none, absolutely top draw. Not only that, but his team, or at their best anyway, play how I'd want to play football. I alluded to it earlier in in our interview, but energy. I feel like I've got energy. And then his personality is portrayed in the way his team plays. That's how I try and coach my team. Um, so, yeah, it's just quite self-explanatory really on that one. Perfect. And um, looking ahead, obviously, we've got this tournament coming up. This is return to football for the first time properly in, well, it'll be over a year, obviously, apart from the odd games here and there. How important is it for you and the team to be getting back to action and playing properly? And in this level of environment, a tournament, you're playing loads of games in a short space of time. Is it something you're looking forward to and relishing? 100%. I think last Wednesday, all the boys were back at training, absolutely buzzing. Um, I think we all had goosebumps, to be fair, just being back, a bit of normality. Um, and as much as we're loving to get getting back into football, I think it's important that we all look after our bodies as well. Like you say, we've not been at it uh, competitively for, for a while now. Um, the last thing that any of us want is, is these games coming thick and fast, but we're picking up injuries and, and we're taking steps back, not forward. So I think something that myself and all the boys are looking forward to doing is looking after our bodies. Um, Riggs has put forward, I think it's CK Sport and Health Clinic. Um, his missus has got a clinic. So I think a few of the boys are signing up there for some sport massages. I'm just trying to look after ourselves really and, and try and kick on in this tournament. And is it, how important is it for the community to have their local team back playing and they'll be not able to see the games necessarily yet, but to follow it and know that the team are back playing and they can rally around it? Are you, are you as a team aware of that and wanting to not impress, but bring a bit of joy back to the supporters? I think we are. And I think the supporters are just seeing it as a sense of normality again, really. Um, so, yeah. All right. OK. It, it's not. 100% normal because we can't attend to the games as, as myself and all the boys would love. But, I don't know, let's say, for example, you got Soccer Saturday on at, at three o'clock. They'll be looking out for us on Twitter and, and other forms of social media as well. Do you know what I mean? So, I think they're looking forward to that, definitely. And obviously, the aim is to win it. And is it is that the feeling inside the camp that we, like, we want to win it, we're going to go for a win it? Or is it is it just getting back to football is is the important thing, really. Yeah, f funny you say that, but 
we all play to win, um, especially in, in this tournament format. It, it's not a league, do you know what I mean? So it's not like we're necessarily playing for points. We're out there to win it. In the minute, I think we're all buzzing to be back. But I think from this week on, obviously having the first session last week, it's about kicking on now, planning, organising, ready for this tournament and just doing the best we can. I think it's there to be won, which is quite an obvious statement, but there's no reason why we can't go and win it. So I think that's exactly what we'll be trying to do. Thank you for listening to episode four of the Get to Know series of the We Are Vicks podcast by Borough Wash Victoria. Please like, share, follow and keep up with us on social media so you don't miss the next episode. Links will be in the description.